0: matter of minutes we have cover three coming up NFL news and notes of the day brought to you by Nova home loans we also have my guy Brian Salmon sports director news three Las Vegas he'll join us at 3:30. To talk about what he saw from the Raiders yesterday what he's expecting from the Raiders on Sunday against the Miami Dolphins we'll even get a little LV aces conversation in with Brian as the LV aces are headed to the playoffs pretty pumped up and excited about that I know I've said it before, and we'll get to our calls in just a second. Sorry, I always get sidetracked. I've said it before. If you go to an LV Aces game, you'll want to go to another one. I promise you. you just got to experience it once, and you'll want to go back. They are some entertaining um, games and production that they put behind it. They, I mean, they really put a lot of work in the production of the game and, and the entertainment. I want to call them crew. You know, they just do a really good job, and I'm telling you, You go to a game, and you take a couple kids with you, and the kids are locked in and and having a good time, you know it's a good thing. So if you get a chance to go, and especially if it's going to be the playoffs, playoffs, go go on and check it out. Let's go on out to the Raider Nation listener line at 702-365-9200. Let's talk to our guy, Raider Reggie. What's on your mind, my man?
1: Guy Q, what's up with you, Peppin? Chilling,
0: man, Chilling.
1: Hey, I told you last time. Every time I hear you, I get all hypey mode because it <laughs> takes me back to the bay every time, and I love that. But real quick, man, you just brought something up, and I I, I kind of want to say this to all Las Vegas. It, it ain't a, it ain't just the Raiders, This is Las Vegas. You got to realize what it took to get sports here, right, in Las Vegas, right, and then it takes. Time for a team to, to turn the corner and become the winning team. I know the Golden Knights came in and just blew up the spot, but that's not usual. Right? That's not usual, especially you know you bringing in new players that probably came from other teams, mix and match, and all of that. So I'm 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 challenging anybody that's considered a, a sports fan, just all out sports. Go see a Las Vegas Aces game. I'm trying to get my season tickets off if, <laughs> if, if you don't get them now, right? And, and they win, guess what? Prices go up. Yep. Prices go up, and everybody complain. Ah, no. When you're a hot item, prices go up. Supply and demand. And right. I used to work. I used to work in game ops back in the we believe days for the Warriors. <laughs> Dude, I used to try to give people tickets to the game, you know, just to get them to see what it's like to be at the stadium. They get so cocky, they talk about who they playing. Right. Right. Just come out. You support on the up. You support you support me while we down, and you come back, then I'm going to recognize you when we up. Right. So I was part of the hoop troop. You know what the hoop troop is at, at uh, Oracle?
0: No, I don't okay. think I don't remember that.
1: Well, who we the guys that run around in the Southwest Airlines jumpsuit?
0: That's right. You sure? Right? Yeah. That's right.
1: It was back, back, back. I mean, they still do it. Yeah, but when we yeah. were wearing the jumpsuit, it was back when we had Thunder.
0: That's right. <laughs> <know>? <laughs> the man. Thunder. The yeah, Thunder yeah. was cool, man. Thunder was jumping off, off the, the trampoline. Shade. Yeah, I got off you. The shade,
1: hey man. That's so. You get my point. Yes, I'm going to what you was talking about about the entertainment. It's man, we go through so much to make sure we keep that transition going and not to get that low, where the where the team is pumped all up and then a timeout is called and the energy dies.
0: Mm-hmm. So their
1: whole point is to keep the the atmosphere up at all times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so what you said about the Las Vegas A. It just made me think of that. It's like, man, these people—some people just don't know what they have right now. Right. The fact that you got to go tonight is—they're—they're uh, they're a, a championship-level hockey team. You got uh, the Open. I'm looking, me, feet.
2: Las <laughs> <Los laughs> Vegas
1: Raiders. Dang, I thought I would never do that. Las Vegas Raiders. And we turn in this corner, man. If, if you you gonna be down, be down right now. Because as we get better and better, I I'm not one to hate on bandwagon folks. Because to be honest, that's how a team gets its, its fan base. Yeah. Win when they start winning. I have a reason to like. I have a reason to watch. So I have a reason to come to the game.
0: Right? right. Right.
1: So it's like, do it now, man. We 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 ride at that edge, man. It's so fire to be around the Raiders right now, and. So I'm going to get back to that. The thing that got me so most the most excited about the Raiders, man, is looking at how we're performing hurt. Look looking at the depth chart and seeing, man, this dude is stepping up. They would have never counted on him at first. Or looking at how this person shifts over and plays this position because we're manned down. Right. I'm loving that, man. I'm loving that. You would have never thought that our defense would have held these two teams because everybody talked about how we used to be in last year.
2: Right. Last
1: year's defense would not have won these, help us won, win these games. I, I just know. It. And another thing is, is I was hearing on the earlier shows how Gruden would play safe because he didn't trust the defense.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: It, it's amazing to see how he trusts the defense now. You know, that that's fire to me, man. I, I'm an old gray head Raider fan from, from <laughs> my, my uh, what they call onesie days. You know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so now, I'm, I'm, I'm so serious about mine, man. I'm trying to I, and just a shameless plug, I am silver and black man. So nice! I'm trying to keep it alive, what we had in Oakland. I know it'll never be what Oakland was. But Oakland, hopefully, the vibe and the and the intent that we had back then will carry over to now, and it feel like it is. And as long as we winning, man, it, it's just gonna get better and better. And all you fans that celebrating two and zero, oh, I say celebrate, but keep it keep it even keel, man. We 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 don't want to blow that and start guessing how many we gonna win. Let's look at Miami and hope we go and dominate Miami. You know what I'm saying? Hey, right.
0: you, yo. you, I got a
1: surprise for you, bro. Okay. I, I wish I was a little closer, but I'm coming to see
0: you right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to be here, man. Come see me. I got yeah, all yeah. kind of stuff here. Come see me. I got all kind of stuff What's for you. All right, oh, yo, man. Raider pre- Nation, stand up all day. There he goes, a fired up Raider Reggie. I appreciate that. He's making his way over to the Underground Lounge. I thought we were just going to have a conversation back and forth the whole time. He was going to ride on over here. That would have been cool, huh? Hey, when where you at? Oh, Q. I'm walking up the. I'm walking up right now. I'm by the triple double diamond machine, man. Hold on, I got to put a hundo in this machine. I only say that because I most recently did that and lost. So <laughs> that's why it's still resonating with me. Not too happy about that. But good call, Raider Reggie. I do appreciate you. We got some fine eats that we're about to have, man. We're up here looking at the menu, so definitely come on by and check us out. Right now, let's go back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Talk to our guy Travell calling in from Sacramento, California. The nine one six. What's up, my man?
4: How's it going, Q? Can you hear me good?
0: I heard you good. Yeah, loud and clear, my man. How you doing? I'm doing damn good. Uh just a couple points I want to
4: point out. I'm not saying this. I don't feel like he's there, but I will say Carr's playing at an elite level in his John Gruden offense. He's just displayed it within the past couple years, just his ability to play elite in the offense. Not saying he's an elite quarterback by any stretch. Right. But he's playing he's playing damn good. He's also shown ability that hey he's gonna cut you, he's gonna kill you if you blitz him. He's shown that ability multiple times in the past couple years. When Team sends in blitz, he's gonna he's gonna make you pay for it. Right. I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of that. Uh, and another quick thing, uh Cleveland Farrell, I, I just think it's odd how Yannick Ngakwe got more playing time than he did and Ngakwe's injured. Like what's going on with that?
0: Well kinda tells uh, you where like, please at, right? I feel, I feel like, I, I,
4: <laughs> Yeah, I want to know where Clee. Like, what was going on with Clee? He, I would assume he'd be out there more, especially with the injuries that we have. And it's, it's I think he had less snaps than Ngakwe. So yeah. I, I, that's that's just a red flag to me. Uh, maybe there's something going on with him that I don't know about, or something I missed. I, just tell me something, you.
0: Well, thank you for the call, my man. I appreciate you representing Sacramento, the 916, man. Something that's uh, very near and dear to my heart. I love that city. Uh, I'll just say this about Clee Ferrell, man. I mean, his snaps kind of tell you where he stands with the team right now. When you mentioned it. An injured guy got more snaps than he did. And I've been a, a, a big supporter of Clee. I know he was drafted higher than he should have been, and he's always going to be judged by that. But I've always felt he had a, a place and a role on this team to really help them. And it just. Doesn't look like that that's the case right now. Now, look, he could have a slight injury. He could have a little bit of a back issue, if you want to say that. He was on the injury report before I get it. I just think, ultimately, they're not seeing what they want to see from him in practice. And until they see what they want to see from him in practice, they're not going to put him on the field consistently. Just like Damon Arnett, another former first-round draft pick. Not hating on him because I think he has time to grow. But you see he was on the field when Trayvon Mullen went to the locker room, when Casey Hayward went to the locker room, when they needed a body. And, well, it didn't go too well for him. So I don't think that they're going to put these guys out there on the field until they see what they want to see from them, regardless of their draft status. And the thing about that is I know most people will say, well, that's a wasted pick. You could look at it that way, or you could say I respect them for not forcing them on the field, you know, just because, oh, he, he, he got drafted high or he's got a big paycheck going to force him on the field because, well, we have to. No, if he's not cutting it, he's not cutting it. It's simple. If he's not good enough to get the job done right now, he's not good enough to get the job done. It's simple. So I actually respect that. Now, with that being said, of course, you want your first-round pick number four overall to be a stud. You want that guy to ball out of control. You want your number 19 overall pick to be a stud. You want him to ball out of control. But if he's not getting it done, he's not getting it done. And sometimes you just got to take that L and say, hey, you know what? I can get it done with Casey Hayward. I can get it done with Unique Ngakwe injured more than I can get it done with Cleve Farrell healthy. And I'm not trying to bring down the mood of the room, but that's just the reality of it. 316 is the time, 702-365-9200. That's the Raider Nation listener line. We're live at at the Underground Lounge inside the Oyo Hotel and Casino. Let's go out to New Jersey and talk to our guy, Mitch. What's on your mind,
2: Mitch? Hey, you How's it going, uh?
0: It is going well. What's up, my man?
2: Yeah, it's going well for our, our, our Raiders. Uh, a <laughs> uh, big family of goals there. I like our uh, receivers. The, 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 the passing game was great yesterday. Ruggs. Go ahead. He's up there, up the par. And I like the two tight ends. But I got to mention about Will Farrell there. I don't call him Will Farrell. I mean, is that they have too many you guys? Call, they should have did him, there. Did you call him Will was, Ferrell? <laughs> I'm calling. He, he might as well be. I mean, if you stick Will Ferrell there, he will be, be a big hole there. I cannot believe he's that bad. He's, you know, it's nothing like Catch 22. Nothing right. like experience. You can't baby this guy. How I many uh, first runs? Like I've been a Raider. You know, I like a few teams. I've been a Raider fan a long time. Yeah. Uh, you know, Daryl Russell. You know, I know he had some problems off the field. RIP
0: Daryl Russell. He was great. Yep. Jamarcus
2: Russell. yeah. Come on, too many. There's just too many. We can't have another one. And then you're talking about Arnett. You, get you can't spoofing them. Get him out there.
0: Come on. Yeah, but would you rather him out there and messing up, or would you rather a guy that's knowing what he's doing to be out there? See, oh, me, I, I, pr- the I, prefer, I prefer the guy that knows what he's doing regardless of his status. You know what I mean? Like, do you have a guy or a person that you may work with at your job That isn't very good at it, but they keep doing it because, well, they're good with the boss or they're related to this person or this, that and the other. They graduated from the school that your boss. I mean, there's reasons why people are in certain positions. And I think every one of us knows someone in our job, in our field and says, why in the hell does that person have a job? They're terrible. I think every one of us, and it doesn't matter what job you do, I think every one of us could say that. And I much rather go to bat with the guys that I know are going to get the job done who may not be related to the boss or may not be going to that school. And when I was in Texas, there was always – there was a, a, a certain job that – not my job, but there was another job there. Hell, I'll say it. It was the wife's job. They always hired people that were Baylor grads. It was, If you went to Baylor, you were gold. And it didn't mean you were good. It just means that you had the status. And so a lot of times at her job – and hopefully nobody from her job's listening, her job, they would have people that were not really qualified to do what they were supposed to be doing, but because they had BU underneath their resume or on their resume, they got a job, where someone else who may have got a good enough diploma just went there and could do the job, but they weren't getting that respect. i rather the person with the good enough diploma than someone with the, just a the logo on their, on their diploma saying that this is why they should have that job. But that's just me.
2: It's better that you know. And it's better like who you know than what you know.
0: Right, and exactly. They, they really that's, did their homework. They yeah, really that's that's homework. how life is. That's true.
2: And they really did their homework in in, uh, in drafting and watching film and seeing them play in college. It, it can't be like night and day. It, it's, there had to be more to it. So many goofed up there. Oh, I, I know, I know. I, I do different routes, and I wish I was in the same area in the mornings, but I have to look at look at my uh, the maps, the, the, the Leo, and uh, the map the map apps and. Uh, Find where I gotta go. I know it's not easy. But I get the job done, I get home, I listen to you guys. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh,
0: Thank for, you. For, Thank for you time. so much, my man. I appreciate you. Good call. Good stuff. Mitch in New Jersey right there. I had to break it on down a little bit. I'm gonna get home and the wife's gonna be like, You know, you just completely dimed out my whole job. My whole ex job. We
5: heard him. We heard him. <laughs> he thought we wouldn't listen. He even said we wouldn't listen now, we heard you he saying. So not everybody that graduated from Baylor that worked that job would be looking around like, he ain't talking about me.
0: That's real, though. I mean, you know, and we always, there's always some walk of life that will always say that, that, man, that person shouldn't have this job, but they do because so-and-so. And And, and like Mitch said, sometimes it's about who you know and not what you know. I'll tell you, this is the first job I've actually got that I applied for. I can tell you that. I can tell you that with confidence. This is the first job I got that I've applied for in this field. Every one other, other job is because I knew someone, and they knew me. But with that being said, I earned it. I worked really hard at it. I was never going to let someone down that gave me a job, an opportunity. Other people, you know, they, they, they don't. And so when he goes back to Jamarcus Russell, number one overall pick, he could have excelled. He could have been a stud. He could have took advantage of every opportunity he had in front of him. He chose the, the purple drink. He chose not to look at the DVD that had nothing on it to know that there was no film on it and go back and tell the coaches, hey, I saw the film last night. No, you didn't. There was nothing on the film. I mean, that's just – and that's what happens. And that I'm not, was a setup,
5: man. Come on, man. It was a setup, I mean, and you're not on. supposed to fall for that. <laughs>
0: if your boss says, hey, and this is something new, hey, we got the game plan. We want you to go and review this. Does, is that not a – maybe a, hey, by the way, you might want to check that out? I would think so. But, again, that's just me. So, you know, it's just – It's just a reality, man, that, you know, some people don't take advantage of their opportunity. And I'm not trying to put Cleeferle and Damon Arnett in the same category as Jamarcus Russell because that was a complete disaster. That really was. I was was never a Lane Kiffin guy, but Lane Kiffin is a guy who didn't want Jamarcus Russell. He wanted Calvin Johnson. He wanted Megatron. And, I mean, we could always go back and say the ifs and buts if he drafted this guy, that guy, or the other where the team would be now. But, I mean, it's just the reality of it. The the draft is a crapshoot. You go with your gut. And sometimes your gut's right, and sometimes your gut has gas.
5: Yeah, and but sometimes you don't want to hear like the former coach, the guy who got fired. He's like, "Yeah, man, we wanted to take that surefire Hall of Famer," and then like you as the fan base, that's why you're kicking yourself, just like man. No,
0: because in, in Kiffin's defense, and like I said, I was never a Kiffin guy. I Never liked the guy. He just had that arrogant look to his face, and he, well, clearly he still is. But he, uh, he said, I mean, it was it was known then. It was known when he was the coach that he didn't he didn't want Jamarcus. He was 100 percent against it. He was going to roll with. Uh, uh, my man, who just retired, he just now retired. How funny is that? Uh, J- Josh McCown. He was going to roll with Josh McCown and and have Megatron as the quarter or as the uh, as the wide receiver, and they went with the guy with the big arm because well he had the big arm and he looked he looked the part. I was sold. I had his jersey the first day. I had his jersey before he had his jersey. I can tell you that right now because remember he was a holdout. I had his jersey well before he ever had his jersey. It just didn't work out, and that's just what happens, man. Sometimes you hit, and sometimes you don't. Some teams are great at it. Other teams, not so much. I think the Raiders are probably just one of those teams that kind of fall in the middle. Some, some are good, some are bad, but you keep swinging. I mean, you don't shy away from going to, the, going to bat, right? I mean, if you've got another at bat, you go take it and hope that you, uh, hope you get on base.
5: Just, yeah, but the fan base just—I—I'm just siding with the fan base here because I know that there are people who are just like—he was the fourth overall pick, and then you see someone else that's the fifth overall pick, right? Of and course. And then it's like, well, that guy was on a Super Bowl-winning defense, right? Yeah. And it's not saying that you get was Devin White that you're going to be a, yeah. in the Super Bowl, but it's just like that all shucks up. We missed out on a on a right. draft again.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. It's easy to always go back, and I've done it myself. I've gone and looked at all. Have the you ever drafts. like looked at
5: the drafts and yes. like seen like all like yes. let's say like, the Hall of Famers or Pro Bowlers that were in that draft? And it was like. Could have had him in the third round. I mean, could hell, have had him in the fourth.
0: Could <laughs> they, I mean, if you want to play that game, the Raiders could have had Aaron Rodgers back in the day. Could have had Aaron Rodgers. Instead, they got Fabian Washington. He's yeah, not I mean, in the but I'm anymore. sure that
5: there's someone out there that's fantasy booking. They're fantasy booking like the past fifth, what the 15 years could have been if they made that one decision. Be like, ah, man, you know.
0: I mean, it doesn't you know, get you anywhere. It doesn't. It just puts you in a pit of misery. To the, to the pit of misery, dilly, dilly. Isn't that what they say on that commercial? Isn't that what they say? Yes, Maybe it not. is. is Light. Like, yes. Okay, there exactly. you go.
5: Spot on, you know your commercials.
0: I do. I don't know why. I don't watch that much TV, but I do know that'll work. So, yeah, I mean, that's just – I mean, again, you can go through that and you can go down that. I mean, you can go back to Robert Gallery. They went and drafted Robert Gallery. Could have had Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, we could, you know, do ifs and buts all day. But at the end of the day, man, you just got to do what you got to do. And right now it doesn't look like – doesn't look like Cleef Earl is 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 working out, and Damon Arnett. I'll I'll hurt. I will not rush the judgment on him because it's only his second year, so I think that he still has time to grow. I I, I see the want to in him. I can see the want tos there. He's just gotta he's just gotta figure it out. I think Gus Bradley said it multiple times. He just got to be consistent. He made one play yesterday that was amazing. He made a hell of a play on a slant. He uh, he he was in perfect position and knocked the ball away. It was great, but then he gives up the deep ball. It's just the consistency with Damon Arnett, and I think that's really all players. You know, Jonathan Abram, all of a sudden, he's – I mean, he – John Gruden said today he probably played his best game as a pro on Sunday. He's looking the part. He's looking like the position that Gus Bradley and Ron Miles and Richard Smith have him playing is what best suits him for his style. That's the other thing. You could have got a Devin White, and I was a big fan of Devin White coming out of LSU. You could have got a Devin White, but if, if you don't use him correctly, then – He's as good as Jamarcus Russell. You know what I mean? I mean, you, you've got to use these guys in the best way possible, and that's also part of the, the equation. It's not just like two plus two equals four. Oh, that guy's going to be a Hall of Famer no matter what team he plays on. No, a lot of times the team and the setup has a lot to do with it as well. So thank you so much for your call, bitch. I, I totally went down a whole nother path, but that's what we do here. We do that sometimes. We, uh, we we go down paths like that. What's up, folks? Hey, y'all, can we get some prizes, man? Come on. Come on, come on. He got my man got the. Come on, come on. I got the prizes for you. Yeah, there you go. He's got the Magic Johnson jersey on. You know he's all right. You all right, me? You got that Magic Johnson on, man. You got that three deuce. So, uh, yeah, we got some folks rolling in here right now. We are at the Underground Lounge inside the Oyo Hotel and Casino. Got a few folks rolling in here. Monday Night Football gets started in a little while, a little bit after uh, the show is over, but we're going to be here hanging out. Uh, of course, my guy Raider Reggie's on the way. My guy Ryan's here, and I got my folks rolling in right now. I got some prizes for him. It's going to be so easy to get hooked up. Just like that. Just come on by, say what's up, get hooked up with some of these prizes, get some food, get some grub, and get ready for Monday night football. This is Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920.
4: Back to Unnecessary Roughness live from the Oyo Hotel and Casino Underground Lounge.
0: And we are back. 3.30 is the time. Just had a couple fellas stop by the table here, pick up a couple prizes. Got some Raider beads here. These are pretty cool looking. Got a Hooters girls calendar. It's pretty cool looking. Got this modelo sign. Raiders, an official cerveza of the Las Vegas Raiders. This goes in the man cave. This is really cool looking. Got some Raider Nation Radio 920 t shirts. Also, really cool looking. Got my man Brian Salmon, sports director, News 3 Las Vegas, coming up in just a matter of seconds. But I want to get to a couple text messages real quick. Salmonash text line 69187, keyword R&R. Robin Oakland hit us up. Q, Jamarcus is great. Get over it. Rest in peace, Al. Much love forever. I, I was a – hey, man, I was rooting for the guy. I had his jersey. I told you I had his jersey before he had his jersey. I was fired up because they said, "You know where they got me when it came to Jamarcus." This is so funny that we're talking about him, or I'm talking about him. They got me on the he could throw the ball sixty yards from a knee, but you can't throw the ball sixty yards from a knee while you're playing a football game. <laughs> you're down, so it really doesn't matter. But I, that when they got me on that one, I was like, "Oh man, they got that. They're gonna he's gonna be throwing the ball all over the field, man. They're gonna be throwing it everywhere." I got, I mean, I fell for the banana and the tailpipe. I got excited about that. I told everyone who would listen. And probably nobody listened, but I would tell everybody that that was going to happen. So yeah, I mean I'm over it. I'm not like I said I wasn't even mad. I did a I, I was uh, watching the draft when he was drafted. That's when it was still on Saturday and Sunday when it was an all day fest on Saturday. And you go over to your homeboys' house and you go and grab you know a 12 pack of beer or multiples. What's up, Doc? Hey, Reggie in the building. You go and grab a six pack or a 12 pack of beer, and you uh, and you watch the draft with your homeboys. That's what I did. I went outside. I did a. I did a backflip when uh, – I didn't really do a backflip, but I, I, I thought about it, doing a backflip when Jamarcus was drafted. So I'm not, I'm not, mad. <laughs> I'm not mad at it at all. Uh, one more quick text real quick from our guy, Tom. Really, Q, that's how you build a winning program. Just hope and wish over a rainbow? No, I definitely didn't say that. I'm just saying that that's how it goes in drafts sometimes. Devin White was well known to have a higher upside than Klee from Tom. You're right. And I was a guy, if you go back, and it's documented – I went back and said that I, if the Raiders didn't get Quentin Williams, that was my first option. I wanted Quentin Williams because I love Alabama players. I just do. That's also been said multiple times on this show. Then if you're not going to get Quentin Williams, go get Devin White because they needed a sideline to sideline side side alpha dog linebacker. And he went number five. And everyone, you know what everyone told me? Everyone said, you don't draft a linebacker that high. You don't need a linebacker. Isn't that what we heard? You don't need a linebacker that high in Paul Gunther's scheme. Well, I guess you do because now the Raiders have gone out and they've drafted or they've they've had to sign free agents and make trades to go get linebackers to fill that void and that's fine I'll take it so I was on I was on the Devin White hype train as well just didn't work out so I'm with you Tom I'm with you right now let's go out to the Raider Nation hotline talk to our guy Brian Salmon sports director for News 3 Las Vegas does a great job there him him and uh him and Jesse Merrick do a great job and Brian we do appreciate your time this afternoon my man and what were your thoughts on what you saw on Sunday? 2-0 now the Raiders are after going on a short week to Pittsburgh and knocking off the Steelers and holding the Steelers' offense to 17 points.
1: Yo, man, first of all, man, Q, my guy, man, I appreciate you having me on. Um, <laughs> you only had a couple of six-packs when you were watching the draft party, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, only on the first couple rounds, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. Um, you know what, man, that, that game – that the Raiders played on Sunday, man, it was, was beautiful to watch. And the reason I say that is, one, the receiving core as a whole gets an A-plus grade, an A-plus grade. I, I, I don't remember anything that any of the receivers did wrong, including the tight ends in that game. Uh, Derek Carr, as I've preached on this show, i preach preached on the air, here on Channel 3, anywhere that anyone will listen to me, Derek Carr has never been the problem with why the team doesn't win games. Right, the defense is the reason why they don't win games. And as you just said, they held the Steelers to 17 points. They held them to 39 yards rushing, 39 yards rushing. The defense plays like that, the Raiders are going to win ball games,
0: and that's what happened. That was good to see, man. Yeah, no, it really was. And it was it was something to, to witness, man, being there at Heinz Field. I, I just, I mean, this defense is legit, like you mentioned it. And you're right, Derek Carr is not the problem. Let me ask you this, because we had a caller that hit us up earlier and said that, he doesn't want to say that Derek Carr is an elite quarterback, but he said he's playing at an elite level. Would you agree with that right now? <laughs> uh,
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Coming into this season, even before these first two performances, to in my mind, Derek Carr is a top-ten quarterback in, in the league. And right. you don't have to just go by what I'm saying. Just go look at the numbers for the last couple of years at like QBR and touchdown and, and yards. To me, he's a top-ten quarterback. And right now – through the first two games, which is very early, right. he's a top five, top three quarterback. Right. You know, as far as his numbers are concerned. So, yeah, he's playing at an elite level. He just needs to, uh, he just needs to obviously be consistent with it, and hopefully that ankle is all good as, you know, he, he got the MRI on everything else. Um, yeah, man, Derek Carter does his thing. He's Never the problem. Never the problem tackle right. people how
0: about that <laughs> right yeah no that's been the biggest issue i mean it really has i mean there was so many missed tackles with the previous regime as far as the defense goes and there was so many busted coverages and there was just a lot to not like about the raiders defense where now and i've, I've said this multiple times on the show brian that when the defense goes out on the field i'm confident that they're going to go make a play it's been a long time since we've been able to say that
1: oh man it has been a long time since we've been able to see that. How about Derek Carr after the game? Talking about, man, that defensive line, man. There's no green bananas on that defensive
0: line, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. There's
1: a, there's a bunch of grown men out there, man. Max Crosby has been showing his A dollar sign, dollar sign. Like, he's been out there showing his butt out there. Right. Unique uh, and Ngathwe has been balling. Uh, I mean, just that whole defensive line has been great. The DBs have been very good, clearly. I mean, they're they're, they're getting balls just tossed up to them because the quarterbacks don't have time. So it's been great to to
0: watch, man. No, it really has. We're talking right now with Brian Salmon, sports director, News 3 Las Vegas. You can find him on Twitter, at Brian. That's Brian with a Y, News 3 LV. (laughs) I got to make sure because someone's going to hit up another Twitter account, man. It's going to be some kind of fraudulent account, and then they're going to think that, you know, it's, it's like a bootleg, Brian. So I got to make sure I let him know how to spell your name correctly. I'm gonna get this no, thing. No, I know. I, you know, I bet you there's all kind you, of all kind of bootleg accounts of yours.
1: <laughs> you, you definitely have to do that. You know, there's, there's a lot of fraudulent people trying to be Brian Salmon out here, man. With these, you know, with the with the uh, Gordon Gartrell suits on. Right. Trying to act
0: like you're me. <laughs> hey man, look, I'm trying to act like you with that suit. One day, one day, man. Right now, I just got a collar on and I got some Nike golf pants on. That's what that's what I can afford right now. But one day, I'm gonna have that 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 Brian Salmon budget, and I'll be able to uh, rock them suits that you be rocking.
1: Please, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to rock the fade in the sporting waves that you got.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. But, you know, a lot of folks have called in and talked about, hey, you know, this, this week's going to be a dub against the Dolphins. They're banged up. They're bruised up. Man, a team is so dangerous when they just got blown out, and that's what happened with Miami. They just got blown out. So how dangerous do you think this Dolphins team is going to be on Sunday, regardless if Tua's playing or they got some other quarterback out there?
1: You and I are on the same wavelength, man, and we generally are. I, I've been telling – again, I've been telling people that want to listen. I had Jerry Robinson on the show last night on Sports Night. He's nice. a famous, you know, Raider alumnus, played linebacker for the Raiders uh, when they N in L.A. And I asked him, and just like you said, listen, they have to win this game this weekend or to me it makes the win – in Pittsburgh, Mellon Boyd. You have to follow it up with a game that you're supposed to win. Right. You ha- good teams win the games that you are supposed to win. And as you said, man, the Dolphins are coming off of a, 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 a can-opening experience in which they got yeah, they just got like a down country butt with man. Yeah? So um, they're going to be riled up and ready to play. They won inside of Allegiant Stadium last year. You know, With we don't want to talk about the, de- the defense. Basically lost that game. So right. yep. coming in this week, It is imperative that they win this game because it it throws away the the beautiful win that they got in Pittsburgh if they they lose this weekend. And they are dangerous, absolutely dangerous. Any team in the NFL is dangerous, and you know that from week to week if you look at how the, the swings went.
0: Right, absolutely. Again, talking right now with Brian Salmon uh, from uh, News Three in Las Vegas. Does a great job covering all the sports here in Las Vegas. And uh, as far as far as as far as just you know this week goes, and, and sticking with consistency. And you said that you know they got to get this victory, win those games that you're expected to win. Uh, how important? I know they're banged up a lot, but how important do you think it's going to be to really be able to establish a run game that they really haven't had so far this season?
1: You know what? Uh, you said it right. Again, they haven't had this season. It's right. not like the first game they rushed their, their tails off and they just missed Josh Jacobs in the second game. I know he had the two touchdowns. It's not like they, what it, they rushed for like 82 yards or 50-something yards in the first game. Um, so I think that the scheme that John Gruden has uh, come up with to use Kenyon Drake out of the backfield with the swing passes, I mean, in this past game when he had five receptions,
0: yeah, yeah. The,
1: what, one, two, three, four guys had five receptions. Right. Had five, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think if you can use that as your rushing game, so to speak, you can just go ahead and take his Kenyon Drake's 46 yards that he had receiving and throw that into the rushing game, and then they had around 100 yards. You know what I mean? So right. So it, it would be nice, obviously, to be able to run the ball because running the ball is good. But when you have the horses that Derek Carr has to throw the ball to, man, you know, throw a little play action in there every once in a while and, and, and throw the ball to the receivers.
2: Right. I mean, that's why
1: you got Ruggs. That's why you got Waller. That's why you got Renfro, who made one of the best catches of the game.
0: I think he
1: left on that third down catch.
0: Yes. And no, that was Brian awesome. Edwards. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I love how Brian Edwards catches the ball. I love it. He catches the ball with his hands every time. He'll pluck that yeah. thing out of the air. He never lets that ball get to his body. That I mean, that's textbook 101, on one, and everyone can't do that. I love Brian Edwards' game.
1: Yes, and I mean mainly because he spells his name correctly. But no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's got that Tory Holt like just get all hands. Chris Carter, all hands. I I, I completely agree with you. I love dudes that catch the ball with mm-hmm. their hands like that. Like, yeah, that's how you. That's how you play football. That's how you play receiver.
0: Right, exactly. And, I mean, when that ball hits hits the pads, man, it bounces off so many times, and bad things happen when that ball's – Bouncing in the air and floating around. You know how that goes, man. Anything can happen, and usually it's bad. <laughs> Let me ask you this, man. Sunday Sunday afternoon, it's not Sunday night. It's Sunday afternoon, Miami coming to yeah. town. Uh, we saw the atmosphere there at Allegiant Stadium on Monday night uh, against Baltimore. We saw how electric it was. We saw the show that the Raiders put on with e E4- 4 not E40, with Too Short and Ice Cube performing, <laughs> with Gladys Knight performing, with, you know, uh, Bruce Buffer there. What are your expectations for the atmosphere, the energy that'll be at Allegiant Stadium on Sunday afternoon.
1: Well, I, first of all, I appreciate you giving uh, my hometown Vallejo a shout out, man. That's why you, <laughs> I understand why you went with E40.
0: Yeah, <laughs> my bad.
1: <laughs> no, nah, you know ain't Vallejo, baby. I'm from Vallejo, so I know. I know. So, um, <laughs> you know what? It, it's it's going to be hard to top what they did on Monday night. My like, goodness gracious, right? You know what I mean? Like you and I were up up there in the press box, just hyped. You know, yep. I just talked to too short. I'm like, dang, hey, man, I wish I talked it too short. <laughs> um, the, the performance and entertainment value that the Raiders had inside of Allegiant Stadium is what Las Vegas is all about. They learned from the Golden Knights. They won upped them. Uh, this weekend, I would assume they're going to they, – they have to try to follow it up. I, I, I completely feel like they're going to have to follow it up. Who knows who they have in there? Maybe Carlos Santana comes back. Yes. You know, he's a huge fan. Right. Uh, but – I'm definitely looking forward to seeing some energy inside of Allegiant Stadium and the team is 2 and 0. They know 3 and 0, you know, that that means something. That right. really means something. So. Right.
0: Absolutely. Talking right now with Brian Salmon, sports director, News 3 Las Vegas, on Twitter, at BrianNews3LV. That's Brian with a Y. And I got to switch gears real quick because I know you and Jesse do a great job covering the Aces as well. Your TV station is the flagship station for them. Uh, they're in the playoffs, man. They're in the playoffs. That's a big deal. They put I was saying this earlier, Brian, they put on a hell of a show, man. If you have never been to an Aces game, which I know you have, but – you go to one Aces game, you're hooked. You'll go to another yeah. one because the the show and the entertainment, the way. not to mention they're a really good team. But, uh, man, how exciting is it for them to be in the playoffs, clinch that spot already, and what are your expectations for them? Man, how, how about that?
1: I love the fact that you're pumping the Aces, man, because folks really need to know that they have a great, not a good, but a great product over there. Mm-hmm. And then also, I mean, it's another one of the teams that Mark Davis, you know, he owns, but he used to go to those games and sit on the court yep. before he even owned the team. Right. You know, before the Raiders were even in Las Vegas. So, no, I, I'm pumped with the fact that they're in the playoffs. They earned uh, a bye through the first two rounds of how well they did. They finished with the second-best record in the WNBA. Kelsey Plum, who has to win the six women of the year, which would make three straight six women of the year on the Las Vegas Aces team. So, De'Erca Hamby won it two straight years, and uh, Kelsey Plum, she's got to win it this year. She's been balling, but she was named – the player of the week this, this week, for how well she's played. Right. Last night, they won a buzzer beater. I mean, I can't say enough good things about the Aces, and it's not just because we're the flagship station. It's because they have a really good team. Yep. I love basketball. I have two daughters, and I, I love going to their games, man. So, I'm glad you gave him some love right now. I
0: appreciate that. You, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned your daughters because I think that that's really important that, you know, the, the young ladies growing up, they have an opportunity to see someone. We always talk about people that look like us having an opportunity. Well, they have someone and they have people that look like them. And they have an opportunity now to do something special. Uh, and how, how fun is that and how great is that that not only is the team right there, but they also have, like, NBA players that go to the games and support them as well and just really show the young ladies coming up that, hey, you do have an outlet and this is cool for you to do.
2: Yeah, that, that's,
0: that,
1: that, that, couldn't, that cannot be overstated. It right. can't be overstated just how – how cool that is! Yes, I have daughters, man, and I love the fact that they can look up to Asia Wilson. Yeah. You know, they can look up to DeErica Hamby. DeErica Hamby's daughter is a star.
4: Nice. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just had DeErica Hamby and uh, Raquana Williams in studio, you know, for an interview, and DeErica's talking about how her daughter is signing autographs and taking pictures at the
2: Aces game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, no, they 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 have they've been incredible examples. Asia Wilson is the face of the franchise, but she was on the Monday Night Football on ESPN up there dancing in the suite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah, she, she was one of the people that they pictured as far as celebrities in the building. That tells you how big the WNBA and the Aces team is as a whole. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I think that's a wonderful thing. And you've mentioned the fact that the NBA guys go to the game, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, um, Golden Knights players, Alex Tuck.
4: Yeah. Uh,
1: You know, they had a couple of those guys there. CJ Watson, who's a local NBA player, played for a long time. He played for the Warriors. You know that. Yep. Yep. Um, He goes to the games on a regular basis. You will always see. I saw Bill Russell. Bill Russell at his Aces game last year.
0: Wow. Yeah. No, that's impressive. And. I know football players go as well. I, you know, I see uh, guys there all the time. And, and I, I just think that that's cool to see that support, man, and know that uh, the ladies are being supported. And I really think that they have an opportunity. Again, if you go out to a game, you'll want to go out to more. So I think that they have an opportunity yeah. to really, really put on a heck of a show. All right, before I let you go, Brian, what do you and uh, Jesse, do you guys have anything special planned for uh, for the Aces as they as they start their playoff run? Are you guys got anything coming out on uh, News 3 that folks should be on the lookout for?
1: Well, uh, you should be on the lookout for. I, I like to do the the sit down interviews with them, and I've had I had Kelsey Plum and and uh, Jackie Young in an exclusive interview when they first came back for winning their gold medals. They brought them in. Uh, like I said, I had Raquana Bay Williams and and, uh, and Hamby. I'll likely have maybe Liz Cambage because she just came back, or uh, Chelsea Gray, who's the only player on the team that's actually won a WNBA championship. So I'm trying to get them to come to the studio. So that's something to look out for. But other than that, we have uh, a lot of UFC coverage coming up this week, and they have a fight nice. coming up on Saturday. Like, this week is, is bananas, another Las Vegas week, man. You've right. UFC, we have the Raiders. There's a uh, a NASCAR race, at South 400. That's coming this weekend. Wow. I mean, there's a lot going on,
0: man. I I like it. I like it a lot, man. And, yeah, you're right. It's another Las Vegas weekend, Las Vegas week, where there's always something going on. Uh, I picked the best time ever to be here. I'm excited about every opportunity. Every day we wake up, there's something to do here, right? (laughs)
2: Yes, sir. I love it.
0: (laughs) I love it. Well, Brian, great job as always, man. I appreciate you spending a few minutes of your afternoon with us. You guys do, like I said, a great job over there at News 3 Las Vegas. I appreciate you keep doing what you're doing. We'll be talking soon.
1: Man, your boy Q, man, you have been killing it since you came to Las Vegas. Man, nobody works harder in your building, man. I see you everywhere, everywhere. Try- I think there might be two or three Qs running around Las Vegas, <laughs> for real, for real. The only no, the- thing I can tell is by the fade, man, in the, in the lineup. So I think, okay, that's Q. That's cute. So, keep doing what you're doing, man. Anytime you need me, all you got to do
0: is highlight your guy, man. I got you. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Good stuff. There he goes. All right, Q. Later, man. Brian Salmon right there. No, there's not two or three Qs running around town. No, no, no. Uh Uh-uh. I ain't claiming nothing. Nothing. (laughs) There ain't no Qs running around town. Uh Uh-uh. My little Q is in western Oregon. he out is he out of town and he ain't little. <laughs> He's about as tall as he gets. so yeah, that's that's the only one I'm claiming. Nope, not gonna do it. So uh, good stuff right there from Brian. definitely appreciate him and his fine work over at News three. him and Jesse Merrick do a good job. appreciate his uh, his time he spent with us here on Unnecessary Roughness. And uh, we just got a few more minutes left in today's show. We got Vinny Bonsignor coming up in the huddle. Uh, DeMond, is, is Vinny on right now where we can holler at him, or do you want to take a quick break and then holler at him? All right, please take a break. DeMond almost strangled me through the phone or through the uh, through the headset. All right, we'll take a break. Sorry, DeMond. 3.50 is the time. This is Raider Nation Radio 920.
4: Back to Unnecessary Roughness live from the Oyo Hotel and Casino Underground Lounge. <laughs>
0: And we're back just for a couple more minutes. We're gonna pass the sticks on to Vinny Bonsignor in the huddle. He's back officially from Pittsburgh. He didn't take the long route, the scenic route that I took. Vegas to Orlando to Pittsburgh to Chicago back to Vegas. I was trying to get every frequent flyer mile in one trip. And I think I might have done it. Vinny Bonsignor! What's up, my man? You doing all right? What's uh, what's what's your feeling after that uh, big victory in Pittsburgh for the Raiders? Uh,
3: well, honestly, not surprised. Uh, I felt going into the game, the Raiders were just flat out the better football team on both sides of the ball. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought they had the better quarterback. Um, I thought that they had a better defense uh, that's starting to get after it. Um, so I and I don't, I'm not a Big Ben believer at this point. Um, I felt that's like true. they were going to get their, I I felt like they were going to be able to get after him force him into some turnovers and i don't feel like he's the quarterback that he's been obviously he's 39 years old right so um from my perspective i felt like the raiders were just in a good position to win that game injuries and all they're the better team the better team won
0: you know they were the better team on uh on sunday and that's true you did mention and, and me and you went back and forth on big ben and i think i gave him more props than than you really were comfortable with and I mean, I'm not going to say it really showed because I think that the Raiders' pressure and the way that they were really able to attack the offensive line had a lot to do with it. But, um, yeah, I mean, Big Ben was very humbled on Sunday. The Raiders' defense really humbled him, and and a lot of that probably had to do with, you know, just like you said, 39 years old and not really the guy he was uh, a few years ago.
3: Well, if we go back to Monday night, what the Raiders did against Lamar Jackson, which was actually pretty darn good. Yeah. All things considered, For saw sure. what happened last night, what he's capable of doing. Right. The Raiders got pressure off Lamar on Lamar Jackson, and they neutralized him to some extent. He's always going to make big plays because he's that good. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't kill him, and right. that's the key. And I felt like there's no reason why they can't get that same kind of push against Big Ben. And if, and if they do, and I don't know if it was quite the same, but they still got a lot of pressure on him. Um, it's a different story because Big Ben isn't Lamar Jackson, and it would work better uh, in the Raiders uh, in the Raiders' favor. Uh, I felt like they were going to get a pick. I thought they were going to get a couple, to be honest with you. Uh, there were a couple of, uh, you know, there was another near miss or, or one that they could have gotten that that uh, didn't come up that they didn't come up with. Uh, but again, they're the better team, and I think they're going to be the better team fairly often there's a couple of teams out there you got to look at the Kansas City Chiefs and um, you know the, the Cleveland Browns are going to match them talent for talent uh, but there's going to be some occasions here and I don't quite understand where the bookmakers were coming from but that's okay uh, there's a little bit of recency bias going on uh, and, and I get that and I understand it and probably rightfully so but to me uh, this is a pretty well put together football team and I think you're, you're starting to see that over these first couple of weeks that they are a a good team that can beat good teams because they've got just as much talent as, as a lot of good teams in the NFL.
0: No doubt about it. We're still here at uh, at the Underground Lounge. we going to be here through the football game, Monday Night Football, Green Bay and Detroit. Uh, we're about to pass the sticks on to Vinny Bonsignor, but you'll hear me checking in frequently from the Underground Lounge. Come on by. we got a lot of prizes, got some people starting to hang in, start to roll through. Uh, hang out with us, man. It's Monday Night Football, unnecessary roughness here at Raider Nation Radio, 920. Vinny Bonsignor, he's on your radio next.